Hi, everybody. Welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 33. Yay, 33. Woo-woo. Exciting. Yeah. That was a very exciting uh, noise you made there. I'm, I'm just excited to be here, Kev. Me too. Yeah. Woo-woo. Does that, that do it right? I didn't really do what what. What did you do? I sound like <laughs> I sound like Bob Goldthwait going through puberty. Sorry, I can't do it. That's pretty good. <laughs> try try it again. Oh, uh, I, I, uh, I just, I, I just, um, um, welcome to Two Bobcats, it's our new podcast. Oh, Two Bobcats, <laughs> oh, it's so funny, I love, Well, if you're still with us, once again, welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode 33. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about your animals being very alarmed, as they all head out into the streets. <laughs> if we blew out your new Apple AirPods, please send us the bill. Actually, no, don't, don't do don't, that, God, dude. We no, can't afford don't. that. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still using a pair of earbuds that came with my iPhone 3. <laughs> yeah, we're the kind of heathens that use uh, earbuds that plug into our phones. Ooh, we use wired ear technology. Yeah. Whoa. What? We are poor. <laughs> <laughs> but let's fix that, shall we? <laughs> we're working <laughs> By on doing it. a free podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's free, but there are a lot of perks that we get from it. <laughs> uh, While well, we joke about those things, those are real. But let's get into the fake stuff, shall yeah. we? So if this is your first time listening, in addition to the uh, Bobcat Goldthwait impressions. Huh, yeah. <laughs> which is what this podcast originally started as, and it's grown into what it is today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we each have three headlines. Uh, now, only one of them is real. The other two we've made up, and we're going to try to... See if the other can guess the real article. And along the way, we're going to joke around and goof and have some fun. Yeah. Talking about what these articles that may be are about. Maybe about. Exactly. Or what we think they're about. There you go. No one knows. No one knows. And that's why we call it Fake Headlines Podcast. Yeah. Brought to you by Apple AirPods. <laughs> Check out your local <laughs> Apple store today. <laughs> uh, and send us a pair. <laughs> you know, all I'm all I'm saying, and we'll move on. About AirPods is that we were in the Apple store on Sunday, and while I was in there waiting for our MacBook to be repaired, shout out to Dan. Uh, shout out to Dan, thanks. And uh, someone was in there buying a, a lady was in there buying a pair of AirPods for her boyfriend for Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Are and you telling me that for a reason? Well, I mean, they make a great gift, is all I'm saying. But okay. no, I don't. I don't need them. But I. But she did say to the person that. The reason she was buying them it was a surprise because he lost his original pair. Oh. Could you imagine losing like a hundred and fifty or two hundred dollar item like that? I would be mortified. Didn't you lose your wedding ring? Alright, guys, we're gonna take a quick break. <laughs> <laughs> and be right back after this. <laughs> Is there, does anyone know if there's a f- place that sells flowers that's open at this time of night? <laughs> <laughs> does 1-800-Flowers deliver at 9.30? <laughs> I'm 
I don't sure know. they do. Oh, son of a gun. <laughs> well, I guess <laughs> for a hundred dollars. Listen, babe, I might as well buy myself a pair of AirPods. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this week we're going to start off. I'm going to start off by reading my three episodes and moving on as quickly as possible from the truth that was me losing my wedding ring. Um, here are my three articles. <laughs> Article number one. Mystery laptop thief sends bizarre email apology and makes a surprising offer. <laughs> Mystery laptop thief sends bizarre email apology and makes surprising offer. Okay. Article number two. Barista by day. Barista. Pro- professional wrestler by night. <laughs> How one man serves up mochas and smackdowns. <laughs> Barista by day, professional wrestler by night. How one man serves up mochas and smackdowns. <laughs> mochas and smackdowns. <laughs> okay. What's and the third one? Article number three New Fitbit belt keeps mm. track of body mass index <laughs> or BMI. Oh. New Fitbit belt keeps track of body mass index. So, Tiffany, what I'm telling you now is that only one of those three articles is actually <laughs> real. Can you believe it? I would have believed all three of them were factual. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> They're not factual. They are fake-shual. Yeah. Oh. oh. Damn. Hashtag oh. factual. Um, hashtag factual. Oh my god, I almost uh, spit out his tea, tea everywhere. Well, there we go. I'm really sorry if it's only funny to us. Oh, uh, you should hear our two bad robins. We'll feature that maybe next time. <laughs> maybe next. I think we've raised the bar pretty high this week for, yeah. for impressions. Mm-hmm. Let's not get too crazy. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's pretty much all of my Robin Williams impression is. It's just going, oh, 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 my, oh, hello, oh, just start word free, oh, word association, oh, 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 American Automobile Association, AAA, oh, A, A, okay. It's the arms that do it. <laughs> then you, because your arm, you get, you have the Robin stance. Yes, you have to sway. It's a wide stance, arms going, yeah. R.I.P. Like, Robin. Like you're. Like you're bringing in the good energy somehow. Like yeah, exactly. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes, Robin. That's whoa. all it is. Whoa. Terrible impressions. <laughs> they are terrible. <laughs> but they're fun to do. They are super feel, fun to feel do. Feel free at home to do some terrible Robins or terrible Bobcats. Yeah. Send us your videos on uh, <laughs> Fake Head Pod on Twitter. <laughs> Maybe on Fake Headlines Podcast on Facebook. There you go. We'd love to see them. <laughs> I would love to see someone do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be the only person out there who does really bad impressions. No, I don't think you are. Uh, but some of yours are very good, though. <laughs> I think the key with impressions is you either have to be so spot on that you're like, whoa, it's like another person's words are coming out of that guy's mouth. Mm-hmm. Or you have to be so terrible at it that you're like, it's so bad, it's almost good. Yeah, that, yeah. I think that's me. It's kind of like the TV show Mama's Family. It's so bad, it's almost good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Vicky Lords is great. Yeah, R.I.P. guy that played Vinton. He passed away yesterday. He did. He did. Oh, I yeah. miss that. Yeah. Aww. Well, I belong to a, a private uh, Mama's Family Facebook group, so I knew right away. 
called Mama's Family? It's called Mama's Fam. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, let's talk about this laptop. Okay, let's start with article number one. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's <laughs> it's been a long day. We've uh, kind of gone off the rails quite uh, early, but it's fun. <laughs> Wee. Mystery laptop thief sends bizarre email apology and then makes a surprising offer. <laughs> okay. So I'm wondering where this laptop was stolen from, if it was stolen out of someone's house mm. or if it was stolen from like a coffee shop or off a train or that's kind of what I imagine something like that. It's like a coffee shop stealing. Have you ever been somewhere like a coffee shop and someone's asked you to watch over their laptop while they go use the bathroom? Uh, no, no. That happened to me over the summer. Um, Cody and I were at a oh. coffee shop and there was a woman there a couple tables over. We were working on jokes, mm. writing jokes <laughs> that went nowhere, but uh, <laughs> a story for another day. Uh, but we we're having fun. And uh, someone was like, hey, uh, do you mind watching my laptop? I'll be right back. And we we're like, sure. And they were gone for like an hour and they still did not come back. Oh, that's right. I remember you telling me that so after we it happened. Yeah, so we wanted to leave, so we went to the people that worked there and we're like, "Hey, this lady who was sitting there left her laptop and said she'd be back, but we have to go. We can't keep watching it." Like we didn't sign up for this responsibility. Right. Yeah. I mean I mean I think you guys are good people for even bringing that to the attention of the person in the coffee shop. Mhm. Well, um, thanks. Well, thanks. I mean, y- you guys could have just left it there. Well, we could have stole it, too. It could have been a bomb. Oh. Oh, my God. You're right. I never thought of that. Isn't that weird? Are we just... Because dis- she was like a... Like, I would assume... Like, I'm going to make an assumption based on her appearance. She seemed to be like a... Business lady? Well, no. More of like... Because she was dressed kind of casually during the day. And I at s- night, she <laughs> amps it up a little? No. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, <laughs> but I just assumed she was like a like a like a stay at home wife mm-hmm. or mom mm-hmm. or I don't know. I was making an also assumption. considering where you were, uh, the town in which the coffee shop is it located. It was a fancy part of town. Yeah. So I just assumed during t- normal working hours, this person, but they could have been just had a day off. But I I made a series of wild assumptions about her, none of them involving bombs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think you're both just really kind, trusting individuals, and uh, I probably in that moment wouldn't have thought anything yeah bad about it. But I, uh, like I said, I just think it's good that you guys said something to the person yeah. at the coffee shop, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that lady's been gone a while." Like, yeah, I thought she just went to the bathroom, but I think she went out like the front door. <laughs> <laughs> or you might want to go into the bathroom and just. I don't know, check, check on her? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she was going home to use her bathroom. Oh. That could be. Yeah. And she lived like in Rochester and had a long commute. Yeah. And and that's a, that's a long hold. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a big pause right there. That is a big pause. For your bladder. I wouldn't make it. No, you would not make it to Mm-mm. Rochester. Mm-mm. <laughs> but yeah, so that was the only time that's ever happened, but, um, have you ever lost something in public like that or left anything behind somewhere? My temper. Oh. Um, savage. I don't know if any of that's true. I don't I don't think I have lost anything like that, thankfully. 
Um, well, not, not that I can recall. I know this is going to surprise you because I lost my wedding ring at one point. Uh-huh. Uh, but many years ago when I was in college, I remember losing a winter coat. Oh, I think I have heard that from your yeah. mom. Oh, she doesn't let me forget that. No. Know, because I lost an expensive coat that they bought for And don't me. worry, I won't let you forget about your ring either. Oh, thank you. It's You're only, welcome. It's only been like seven months, but I'm glad that you bring it up. Yeah, because you lost it like three months into our uh, newly wedded bliss. <laughs> I'm sorry. I took it off to wash the dishes. And I lost it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I say. Yeah. <laughs> you always wonder where I got that money from from for those new Apple iPods, don't you? Mm-hmm. AirPods. I don't even know what to call them. <laughs> <laughs> Apple products. Those that- Apple products I put in my ears <laughs> to listen to music bl- Bluetoothly. Look, if you have a sugar mama, that's cool, man. Just let me in on the deal. <laughs> <laughs> no shame in the game. Yeah, you know, if I found if I, if I found a sugar mama, I would uh, we would I would invite you cool <laughs> dope <laughs> let's do this someone take care of us we live by mansions write to us at but we do not live in a mansion at gmail.com <laughs> okay so the mystery laptop thief sends an apology and then sends an offer yeah so obviously a, a laptop thief it would be a mystery as to who the thief was right so uh gonna guess that based on the headline they still don't know who the thief is right and so they stole it uh, from a place and then that's nice that they sent an apology so maybe they needed it for some reason like but does it justify stealing though no no it doesn't but it it does uh um reveal that there's a conscience Mm mm-hmm yeah, there is a little bit of guilt. So it's not like they just stole it and they were like, Haha, I'm going to sell this for right. $500. Right. And it's not like somebody, it's not like stealing a loaf of bread to feed your family. Unless you're stealing a laptop to feed your family's um, virus addiction to Excel. <laughs> what would the offer be, you think, that the guy would make? So he apologizes and then makes what kind of offer would he make? To give them money for the laptop so that they can keep it. Oh, there you go. Maybe work out with some kind of payment plan, perhaps. Felt guilty. Maybe not a payment plan so much as like a, a lump sum so okay. that they never have to see or worry about each other ever again. Right. Like meet me. Like I'll be at the the, the north bench in the park. It's like a rent to own sort of situation. Gotcha. Where they steal the laptop and then pay later. <laughs> It's like the a renting period is thief, free. Thief rent a center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're the thieves. Have you seen those prices? <laughs> it is interesting that nowadays, like because of the the technology, so the thief was able to still connect with the victim. In oh, a way, I didn't think about that. In sort of a unique way that maybe ten years ago wasn't possible. Because I'm guessing that it was... So they, the apology was sent straight to the person who had their laptop thieved. Right. Thieved. <laughs> I don't know why. The laptop was thieved, <laughs> I think is the word you're looking it's for. It's going on with my sentence structure. <laughs> yeah, so maybe it was like a like a MacBook or... I'm guessing like it's probably the same with Google or Windows or whatever. Like the ability to get emails and messages on multiple devices... 
like for me, like if someone sends me an iMessage, it'll pop up on my MacBook as well. Right. So, so the thief is able to kind of ascertain from looking at the open laptop that also you should really protect your, probably put a password on your laptop if you're going to be taking it in public. Anyway, um, they're probably able to figure out how to get a hold of this Free person. Three words of tech advice from Kevin Dillon. <laughs> but it probably had like the, the phone number was probably visible, so they were probably able to send him a message to, mm-hmm. you know, the phone somehow. So the person, even though the person didn't have their laptop, they were still able to get their email. You know, well, plus you could, you know, log into Gmail anywhere really. You don't have to use it, like Outlook or something like that. But right, but you have if you have someone's laptop. Well, I'm assuming they probably had their email on their phone, too, and were able to see it. Well, that's what I mean. Like, if you steal someone's laptop and you, like, so you think it wasn't locked? Like, it wasn't protected? I'm guessing so. Like, if the person was able to kind of write, well, maybe they didn't write from, well, they must have been able to see the laptop, though. Why couldn't it have been, like, a secret code in the newspaper, like it used to be, you know? (laughs) Don't they know anything about, like... BTK or something. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, if there's one thing we can learn from BTK, as gruesome as that series of murders was, <laughs> was it a, was it BTK or Zodiac that wrote into the newspaper and was like, "You can't catch me." Uh, I know definitely BTK did because the BTK killer, the BTK killer went dormant for many years, and then mm-hmm. suddenly the newspaper received an article where it was like, "Guess who's back?" <laughs> so, uh. You, so look at this right. Like the police, like you can't, you can't change, like trace back any of my information from a floppy disk, right? Because like, that's cool, right? And the police are like, yeah, man, we can't, we can't trace that back. And they were totally lying. And then the (laughs) BTK letter's like, oh shit. I'm gonna mail you some floppy disks then. Oh shit, no, I shouldn't. I uh. All right, here's the floppy disk, and then so you know he's busted because they lied. <laughs> Why are floppy disks hard? <laughs> Slam, big stamp, <laughs> case solved. <laughs> case closed. <laughs> anyway, so why didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I wish, like, if you were a, a detective, I wish you had, w- would you carry around a giant stamp that said "case closed" on it? <laughs> <laughs> Most <stamp>. definitely. <laughs> I would keep it behind the feather in my hat. <laughs> You're stamping the crime scene. Everything hasn't been processed yet. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> There's ink everywhere. What's ink? What's blood? I don't know. <laughs> Detective Dylan, get out of here with that stamp. <laughs> Detective Dylan. That's <laughs> oh, a nice ring, doesn't it? <laughs> Speaking of nice rings, remember how I lost my wedding? No, I. Why? We were so far away from it. I brought it right back. You, great job, babe. Oh. <laughs> It was a cool ring. I think that the offer that they would have sent w- would have definitely have been like some sort of payment. Like yeah. that's that's the only thing that's logical to me. I think so too. Like, hey man, sorry I stole your laptop. I had to pay some bills. <laughs> There's no other way in to do another it. state, and I had to take the laptop with me because it, it was important. And I wasn't here's sure. some money. I wasn't sure if there was going to be laptops where I was going, so I had to bring yours. Can you wait till Tuesday to cash the check? Thanks. <laughs> Signed. And it's like a, a bank account um, registered to thief. 
Thief of the conscience. If you, <laughs> that's what it says on their, che- their personalized yeah. checks. Yeah, that's their personalized checks. Thief of the check. conscience. Yeah. <laughs> if you wouldn't mind just uh, stamping uh, case closed on the check when you're done too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Detective Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. That's perfect. Case closed. Case closed. <laughs> All right. So article number two is barista by day, professional wrestler by night. One man serves up mochas and smackdowns. Hot. That's like a woman's dream. I wonder if there is Wake a... Wake up, have coffee. This barista is making coffee at home. And then at night, bam, a little smackdown. <laughs> a little smackdown on these lips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. What were Would you, you saying? Like... <laughs> uh, well, yes, I am interested in a pile driver. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's the undertaker's dong <laughs> you, you just sit up like the undertaker and like turn your head quickly <laughs> is there a wrestler with a uh, coffee gimmick or does this guy do that i wonder maybe that's his gimmick and he's like the barista or is he batista the barista <laughs> <laughs> Batista has really changed his image and now he's a barista. A barista. So, which, just trying to imagine what he would look like in one of those, like, just like, the tiny little shorts that they wear and then, like, the barista apron, like what they wear at, like, Starbucks or something. And a scarf. <laughs> like, oversized glasses and, like, a, f- yeah. a floppy winter hat. <laughs> then also imagine Drax dressed like that. <laughs> Barista, Batista the barista. Yeah. That's a great t shirt. He goes to hand you the coffee cup and crushes it in his hands accidentally. (laughs) (laughs) Coffee for Karen? (laughs) My name's Karen with a K, not a Karen with a C. God. Barista the Batista. That's funny. Um, barista by day, professional wrestler. So, is it because professional wrestling doesn't pay much, or because this wrestler just really, really loves being a barista? It just loves. Also, is it a man? Yes. Okay. I believe it is. Let me look. Yeah, how one man serves up mochas and smackdowns. Thank you. I yeah. I um didn't write down the whole thing. I just wrote notes. Gotcha. Plus, you know, you know, sometimes you, why be gender be gender neutral? Why not? Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like well, you're probably right. Like, I don't think there's a lot of money in professional wrestling at the sort of level that this person is at currently. Unless you're like John Cena. Yeah, like if you're in the World Wrestling Entertainment Company, I'm sure you do fine. If you're a star. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the opening match people do okay, but I'm, they're not gazillionaires, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, I imagine someone that is working by day as a barista and then is going somewhere to wrestle is probably not making a ton of money, maybe 20 bucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it depends. It depends yeah. on... But uh, I, I was thinking about just now how, like, how after work sometimes it's very daunting to want to or to drum up enough energy even to just go out to an open mic imagine working all day 
and then drumming up enough energy to go do that for like five minutes and yeah. like wrestle in front of someone and get yeah. knocked on your head and stuff. Like, wow, that's, that's crazy. That's how I feel when I work out. <laughs> it takes a lot to drum up that energy, but I, it's better than doing it in the morning. Cause I can't. That is true. You don't want to have to get up early in the morning. And plus, if you're a professional wrestler, most matches don't take place in the morning. No. I wouldn't imagine. They don't. WrestleMania is usually not at dawn. There's a lot of uh, maneuvers that I think are probably a little difficult to do. Um, Like maybe like a hurricanra, you know, <laughs> like that's like, right. that's just a lot of energy to have in the morning like you need a real good warm-up you do i wonder i wonder if this barista to when he's making a latte to to foam up the milk i wonder if he gives the milk a hurricane rana oh my gosh that's it shakes it up yeah why not combine the two yeah yeah you exactly. know exactly yeah and i imagine if someone wants like a like a french press coffee he does like a moonsault mm-hmm. off of a table yeah and like just kind of Oh, that's perfect. Presses it down in. I think that's what happens. Wow. Yeah. Batista the barista. Yeah. Barista Batista. A uh, slow drip is like a timed match. <laughs> Isn't that a, a coffee slow drip? Yeah. Or something? <laughs> <laughs> the fans are percolating right now. <laughs> you did some professional wrestling training once, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did yeah you learn how to take some flat back bumps yeah it's a lot more difficult than you'd think like you really have to like look i get winded tying my shoes i can imagine <laughs> well it's it's really dumb because like like the i think i only took like two classes and it my body hurt so bad <laughs> um but i mean it was really fun like i felt kind of like a badass so i've always kind of wanted to do like kickboxing or mm-hmm. um i think stunt women are really cool um i think if i were more of an athlete um that would have been really fun to go into and learn more about but i am not um anyway so uh yeah learning how to bump and stuff like that like it hurt a whole lot I and bet. it's not like you're falling very far you're you're holding on to the middle or the bottom rope this is i don't know 12 years ago now so mm-hmm. um and so you're holding on to it and you just free fall back and you have to you're like in a squat position to, right yeah, yeah you have to fall back so that your arms flail out to your side so that's what makes the sound mm-hmm. and then your back like the midsection of your back hits the the mat and then you have to hold your head up so that you don't give yourself a concussion. Oh my god. So you just do that over and over and over until you get it right. Until it becomes eventually, natural, right? Yeah, and eventually you're like, "Oh, I'm not hitting my head anymore because oh. I've learned how not to." Oh my god. Um and then I had a hard time with uh doing like side rolls, like where you basically like throw your elbow down or your shoulder down and roll mm. forward, mm-hmm. which when you watch it you're like, "Oh, that's a simple thing to do." But when you're doing it, you're, you can't help but overthink it. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I have to put my left shoulder down to the mat and roll so that I don't hit my head and then land on my feet. Oh. Does that, that's correct. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I could try it right now and see if you can remember how to do it. Okay. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so you're doing it from a standing position. So it's like. It, it it's a lot of athleticism so yeah. you, you do it from a standing position and then you kind of like 
throw your arms down so that you roll on your shoulder and then back up to your feet. And it was really, really tough. Like those are the two wow. things that I learned how to do. I would be a very lazy wrestler. Like my maneuver would be the, the log roll mm-hmm. where I would, maybe I would have like a manager on the outside of the ring that would, <laughs> that would, uh, like I would distract the referee. The manager would, would knock him over the head with, with like a, like a tennis racket, like Jim Cornette or the cell phone, <laughs> like Paul dangerously. And then they would be laying down. And then what I would do is I would lay down and then I would just log roll over them one mm-hmm. way, log mm-hmm. roll back over them the other way. Mm-hmm. Like a, like a human steamroller. Yeah. And then I would pin them. That would be my maneuver. Oh, perfect. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you could get away with that. I think I could. A human steamroller. And I would never, that way, uh, and th- this would go on for months, I would I would be on this winning streak, uh, and I would never take a bump. I would just, uh, the, the just manager roll. would do the business, the guy would take the bump, I would just do the rolling. Would you roll out to the ring too? <laughs> yes i would just be the, the human log roll that's what i would be yeah that I would sounds be fun log, would be, my name would be log i would just be log it would be my name uh-huh they'd be like coming to the ring from the forest i i would log. like <laughs> i would like to hope that they would use um the song from ren and stimpy <laughs> <laughs> and then i would just roll down the ramp to the ring <laughs> when I got to the ring, I would have to have help, though, getting up into the ring. Uh-huh. Uh, at that point, two uh, women, no, one man, one woman, I'm, this is equal, okay. uh, dressed as lumberjacks, would uh-huh. then pick me up. I would have to stay stiff as a board, so I maintain my gimmick. Light as a feather, stiff, stiff as a board, yeah. that's what they say. They would pick me up, uh-huh. place me into the ring, right, and then give me a little nudge to start my momentum rolling again. <laughs> And you would give like you would give them a nod before they yep. give you the nudge, like just so they know, like it's a silent signal right. to be like, "This is the go ahead." All right, let's do this. And then I would roll to the middle of the ring, and then I would lay on my side with my head propped up on my arm, like very like I just got done break dancing and I'm posing. That's perfect. And then the fans would go crazy. They would take my photos, and uh-huh. people would scream. Uh, the match would start, but then the the, the referee would. Uh, would I bring him down and be like, Hey, let me talk to you about something. I got, I just want to make sure I understand all the rules. So of the he match. would like come down to your level, probably lay right, right next to you. Right. right? Prop would, his prop arm. His, yep, yep. We would lay there like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think at some point we would start like that, but then we would both roll onto our stomachs and we would kick our legs like oh. little kids watching TV. Oh yeah, the absolutely. Bed. Yeah. And then we would be doing like that. Like facing each other or next to each other? Next to each other. Okay. Next to each cool. other. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, then the, my, uh, lumberjack, uh, posse that uh-huh. I have with me, yeah. they would, uh, then beat up, the my opponent that's a great um team name uh log and the lumberjack posse <laughs> i like I, we were a ska band but then we became professional wrestlers yeah yeah <laughs> and then my opponent would be downed you I went would... from uh skank to rank <laughs> uh i don't know what that means <laughs> ska words <laughs> you did it you yeah did it. nailed it <laughs> I would then be like, oh, referee, uh, the match has started. Uh, we'll talk later. And then I would roll over, uh-huh. roll back, yeah. pin. Bam. Boom. That's World it. champ. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly do not know why this gimmick has not been done in professional wrestling. I don't know, but it seems very plausible. I feel like Freddie it, Prince Jr. still right? Because I feel like <laughs> he did, he's the most he? accessible other than I don't Billy know. Corgan. Billy Cor- yeah, Billy Corgan is involved in wrestling. 
Uh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I know a lot of things. You really do. I forgot. I that, pay attention. I forgot that Freddie Prinze Jr. was like a writer for the Isn't WWE so funny? for a while. That's so weird. That blew my mind when you told me that. I. That's it is really strange. Um, I uh, I will because of the brief training that I had uh, with wrestling. I I like to think that I was ahead of the curve. And that I was an actor who was deciding to, uh, you know, broaden my skill ability. And then glow happened. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm not in the right place to do that. Yeah, you're right. I wish I had known about glow or that I had accessibility to audition for things. Because I feel like, like, I could have done that. That would have been so fun. Like, that's like. That's in your. The most fun role. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Also, the 80s. That's also cool. <laughs> Speaking of fun roles, have I told you about my log rolling wrestling character? No, tell me more. Oh, <laughs> uh, you really were ahead of, the, ahead of your time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the layering log. <laughs> it is Lumberjack Posse. <laughs> God, it's log. <laughs> Was that Joey style? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it's log. <laughs> I'm so happy you knew who that was. <laughs> that was really good. My wife made a Joey Styles reference in 2018. <laughs> this is love. <laughs> when we met, I was I was reading a Lita book. That's right. We did talk about. <laughs> I do kind of vaguely remember talking about wrestling a little bit when we first met because I was still kind of into it at the time. <laughs> That's really funny. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Ah, so article number. Speaking th- of fitness. Speaking of staying fit and rolling, uh, new Fitbit belt helps keep track of BMI, body mass index. <laughs> Is it a world championship belt? <laughs> it should be with a display on it. Yeah. Oh, that would be good. The whole world can know your step count. <coughs> I don't know if I want the whole world to know my step count. Oh, could you imagine if it was like on your belt and it was constantly ticking or not? Or going in reverse because you're so lazy. How is this possible? I've been rolling everywhere. <laughs> just stay, I'm just log rolling everywhere from now on. It's efficient. It burns calories. It's great for the, for the abs. How could you imagine everybody knowing your your secret humiliation? God. <laughs> Don't look at me. Uh, uh, no, I think this thing just kind of knows when you're starting to put on weight. And it kind of knows. And it's like, oh, it gives you a little alert. Like, oh, time to calm it down, fatty. You know, you know what does that for me? Uh, when my jeans don't fit. That That's usually a good indication of like, hey, yeah, but- calm it down, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but are your jeans put con- down the burrito <laughs> also why are you eating a burrito in our walk-in closet that's don't worry weird. about it uh but is are your jeans connected to your phone no this belt is yeah that's true <laughs> technology kevin i know you love it it's your favorite thing i don't think i would like that though the belt no i i would not no 
I don't. We don't even own a scale. We don't. It's easier not to have a scale because then you don't have to think about it, and you just, you know, you're like, oh, this is a little tighter than it used to be. Yeah, it's always like, yeah, it's always like a real hold, hold your breath moment when you have to go to the doctor and they weigh you. Also, you can just blame it and close shrinking in the dryer. Uh, that's so much easier than looking at numbers on a scale or on a belt. <laughs> that is true. I hate when they like when you go to the dentist and they weigh you. Or not the, maybe not the dentist. Where did I go somewhere and they weigh? Why would me? they weigh you at the dentist, Kevin? Don't they weigh you at the dentist. Uh. They they do not weigh me at the dentist. Hmm. That might be just you. That might just be me. Maybe why are they so curious about my weight at the dentist? Um, maybe they're interested in um how amazing your teeth are. Considering how much I've been eating. No. Uh, where I don't know where you were that they would have weighed you. Yeah, I can't remember. The doctors. I feel like it was. Maybe, maybe the doctor. Well, that's normal, right? When was the last time you went to the doctor? It's been a couple of years. A year. Probably a year. Mm-hmm. Let's go with one year. Okay. You made it seem like it was recent. That's not recent. No, we did that health screening at work. They weighed us. That's what it was. See, that's that helped jog your memory. Yeah, yep, see, that's what it was. And it was uh, it was awkward being weighed at work. Like, I don't know one's looking at me right now. Did I get weighed at work? You must have, right? I don't think I looked. I yeah. never look. Yeah. Well, they were discreet about it. They weren't like broadcasting it everywhere. I mean, they were putting the numbers up on the board, but it was, I don't think anybody was paying uh-huh. attention. Yeah. Very They were rude. taking a tally of like, you know, brackets of weights. When I was uh, at my last job, I was at um, a mortgage company that uh, went under. Um, they had a uh, part, of the <laughs> <laughs> part of their fitness, uh, like wellness program for employees. Uh, they gave you like a knockoff fitbit it was just like a generic fitbit mm-hmm. i actually was it was through virgin like the virgin mobile oh, company. that's right remember yeah that? now i remember yeah yeah. yeah yeah and then it would keep track of your steps and then if you reached certain milestones with the steps and then if you did things online uh, relate like if you logged into your profile and like looked at some healthy recipes you earned points uh-huh. which translated into actual dollars for like savings off your um monthly bill I think thing, all companies kind of should do that. That's so awesome. Because it was like a sizable, like I was knocking like $25 a month off of mm-hmm. my bill or off of my, whatever you call it, your, what they take out of your paycheck for, yeah. for health insurance. But they did have a scale there you could use discreetly in, in a cubicle if you wanted to know how much you weighed, like a digital scale that was connected to this service. Yeah. I think that's really nice. Yeah, that's I, cool I think uh, I'm, it's uh, considering if you work in a place uh, that has cubicles and you spend maybe, you know, 85% of your day sitting in a chair at a desk um, and kind of seeing how little you would move, encourage it with uh, some sort of reward like that, I think mm-hmm. is really important versus yeah. um, no reward. Yeah. I think if, if there's like a tangible thing involved that, that helps kind of get you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. Would agree. I yeah. would agree with that. But yeah, I don't think I would be into the Fitbit belt. I don't think I would be into it either. I, uh, I, I'm perfectly fine with it being on my wrist. I, I do think that sometimes, and I think I've seen a lady at work, like she must have bought like a bigger band or something, but I think I've seen her wear her Fitbit on her ankle. Oh, really? In the summertime? Yeah. Oh. And, uh, I could do that. I thought to myself, you know what? That actually kind of makes sense, but what better way to count your steps than to have it on your foot? 
Right. And it's great yoga to bring your foot up to your face to look at the time time on it too. So yeah, absolutely. Great health benefits all around, really. It was either that or an ankle bracelet and she was really breaking the rules of house <laughs> arrest. I maybe she lived there. It's I sad, don't know. It's sad that she would go from house arrest to working Work. at a bank. <laughs> I know. It's kinda screwed up. Jail of a different kind. Oh, a mind jail. Boom. Ooh. There I said it. Bam. <laughs> So, Tiffany, which one of these articles do you think is actually real? Because they all aren't. They're they're not all fake? No, one of them is real. Yeah. We should have explained the rules we did. 32 episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> You've uh, been playing wrong this whole time. Oh, brother. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to guess the... Mystery laptop. You're going to guess that the mystery laptop thief is real. Is real. Well, you are correct. Yeah. Yeah. This is from our friends at the mirror.co.uk. All right. Tell me more about this computer weirdo. Mystery laptop thief sends bizarre email apology and then makes a surprising offer. Stevie Valentine shared an odd email his flatmate received after having his laptop nicked. And so he sh- they shows like a screenshot he posted on Twitter. It says, hello. I am very, very sorry for taking your laptop. I am extremely poor and needed the money. I left your phone and wallet, so I hope that slightly makes up for something. I can see that you are a university student. If there are any files such as university work on here that you need, let me know and I will send them to you here. Once again, I am very sorry. Wow. Yeah. See, they needed the money. Yeah. See, so it says when when one of your valuable belongings is stolen, it's understandable to feel furious at, at the thief. You might hope that the culprit may have a change of heart and decide to return it, but the unfortunate reality is it's probably gone forever. Bizarrely, Steve Valentine from Birmingham revealed how his flatmate received an email from a thief who nicked his laptop with an explanation. Isn't that crazy? So, did he accept the offer? Uh, It says, the thief who clearly had a guilty conscience wanted to make a gesture that doesn't quite make up for the theft. Uh, says, Steve tweeted the image, writing, so my flatmate's laptop got stolen... Uh, the Twitter post went viral and now has been shared over 28,000 times, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but uh, there has not been any follow-up to know oh. uh, what's happened. Because this is a relatively recent story. Yeah. Um, Kevin, I I would s- keep us updated. I will. I would hope that the, uh, I would hope that the laptop thief, uh, if the person is going to school, the person they stole from, maybe they could like do their homework or something for them. Would you want a thief doing your homework for you? No, no. I want to do it myself. Bad idea. Bad idea. Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. Sorry that was such a short article. <laughs> I thought there was going to be a resolution, but there's no resolution. No resolution. It's a, this is a this is a uh, an evolving story. When did it happen? I think it was just from a few days ago, like the November, the end of November, maybe. Okay. I didn't know if like maybe there had been a further development since then. Well, like I said, it was a thief with a conscience. Yes. So there is hope for this world. There is hope. That's all you need is hope. I, uh, well, I hope that that university student was able to get any important documents that it, they may have needed. My big thing would have been like pictures or yeah, anything for like sure. that. But yeah. if you're studying something and you had a bunch of research saved or, oh, I just yeah, can't imagine papers, that sucks. Having to rewrite papers or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would definitely take the thief up about thief up on the offer and, and have them send me if they were not going to return it. But maybe you could also go to the police and have like some kind of sting operation. Yeah. 
you know like sorry buddy you stole it yeah i need my stuff back plus you would think too if the thief is going online with his laptop you would be able to trace it too somehow yeah you like if think it's so. uh, like if it's with uh apple it might have the uh back to my mac thing built in where you could like find your laptop and all that stuff detectives dylan and dylan case solved <laughs> laptop <Shh>. detectives <laughs> <laughs> you got ink all over my laptop. <laughs> this is a thousand dollar computer. Why did you get ink on it? Because the case is solved. Oh, well, she's right. The case is solved, and that's the price you pay. Yeah. For justice. <laughs> hey, Kevin. Hey, Tiff. Are you interested in hearing my three headlines? I am. Let's hear them. I hope you're ready. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Article number one. Rock and rolling wedding? Traveling Elvis can marry you anywhere. <laughs> Rock and rolling wedding? Traveling Elvis can marry you anywhere. <laughs> okay. Article number two. Headline number two. Bear waltzes into police facility after opening door on hind legs. Oh my God. Bear waltzes into police facility after opening door on hind legs. I like how they, like waltzes is used as like a uh, like a descriptive verb, mm-hmm. but the waltz as a dance is not exactly what pe- what people or animals in this case are doing as they when they waltz into somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like if someone waltzes in, they're not like doing an elaborate dance. <laughs> if this bear was, that's very impressive. They're not counting like one, two, three, right. one, two, three, one, two, three, going in a circle. But of all the dances to be used. You would think prance. Yeah. Like a pr- good prance. A good prance. A yeah. Good prance. Mm-hmm. And what's article three? Uh, ho, ho, no. <laughs> Santa school graduation party ends in sleigh ride to the slammer. <laughs> ho, ho, no. Santa school graduation party ends in sleigh rides to the slammer. Sleigh ride to the slammer was the my favorite Motley Crue Christmas album. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was going to go somewhere else with that, didn't you? Yeah, I figured it was going to be a, like a porno, a movie that you made in college, Kev. <laughs> I thought I saw saw that one too. That's not a menu. No, you're thinking of the. It's embarrassing. You're thinking of some barista erotica that you've been imagining <laughs> over there. <laughs> Big man in a tiny apron. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Bring me that hot cup of Joe. Oh, is that a single serving underneath the apron? Give me a double shot. <laughs> oh, my venti, are we? Oh, oh. Uh, carry on. Ah, yes. Uh, where were we? Uh, so, yes, the first article, rock and roll wedding? Rock and rolling. Rock and rolling wedding? Traveling Elvis can marry you anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's a great service to have right there. I Yeah. I can't believe we didn't think of it. I know. We, we could have gotten married by Elvis. Would you have wanted to, though? No, Matt no. was great. Yeah, he did a great job. Yeah. Uh, my sister got married at a little, the Little White Chapel in Las Vegas. Oh, that's right. But there was not an Elvis person there. I feel like that's a missed opportunity. Yeah. I think if you're going to go have a wedding in Vegas, why not have Elvis involved somehow? Yeah. 
the king is yeah. royal you know it's a royal wedding she did make me grow out mutton chops though for the wedding so maybe that was her homage to elvis she <laughs> also she also grew out mutton chops for the wedding too yeah did she did, did um was there a first dance to hound dog <laughs> and yes. did your mom sing it yes she also had mutton chops and and did sing yeah mm-hmm. that's perfect <laughs> The idea of someone having Elvis marry them seems um, horrifying to me. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, it just adds like a weird, like, I don't know what the right word is for this. I, I don't want to say like cheapness to the wedding, but it kind of just, it's like a weird, there shouldn't be characters involved, I don't think, of any kind. Right. I don't know. Like, yeah. in, in people shouldn't, like, if people are really into Elvis... Like maybe don't wear like jumpsuits to get married in. Like maybe mm-hmm. just have a normal dress, normal. Do you? And I don't know the answer to this, but do you know how that started? Like Elvis impersonators, um, officiating weddings. I really don't. Isn't because when you put it in perspective like that, that's weird. <laughs> it is weird. It's not like we have like Freddie Mercury's marrying people around the world, you know? Or um. That's true too. I mean, because I think, aren't there other people who, other, uh, I guess, characters, for lack of a better word, that marry people in Las Vegas? I would imagine. Or is it just Elvis? I didn't really, um, there probably are others, but you, the, you, uh, the Elvis impersonator uh-huh. is so wildly associated with Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Like the flying Elvises, like those parachutists yeah parachutists and i think i think that the purpose of this elvis is to like for people who can't or don't want to get married necessarily in las vegas but want that sort of vegas feel um the sort of campiness that's the word i was looking for yeah um they they have the ability to do that with an elvis that'll come to you that's that's kind of cool. It brings you, it brings a little slice of Las Vegas uh-huh. to your life and it, in it, your most sacred of days. Yeah, and it's more exciting than just going to like a courthouse. That's true. That's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people can still have that sort of fun celebration, uh, Vegas style, but not actually be in Vegas. That, that is interesting though. Like, why Elvis of all the characters? Like, there's other like you said, Freddie Mercury, mm-hmm. Cher. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of people that yeah. could be marrying you. Maybe it's uh, the way to keep Elvis alive. It's great marketing for from the Elvis estate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus, you get a a a great a great. Mm-hmm. You get a great. You, you do get, get a, a great. You get a great. Yeah, that's true. Get a great. Uh, you plus you get a a great uh, hip sway out of it, you know, <laughs> like a, a lot of good hip work That's that true. helps uh, prepare the newlyweds for their future. <laughs> if you agree to marry this woman, say thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I could do the lip too. <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> can't do it without laughing is it is it true that andy kaufman was like one of the first elvis impersonators i don't know i feel like i read that somewhere could be Mm -hmm. wrong could be fake i don't know much about him yeah i don't know other than he was strange he was a strange person Mm -hmm. that's that that for sure is true i don't think i uh i don't think he would have been for me yeah i think i would have been too uncomfortable to enjoy his comedy 
Yeah, that's kind of how I feel when I watch it. It's like, okay, I get what you're doing. It's uh, um, like pushing, you can pushing the envelope. It. It's, yeah. you know, whatever, creative, whatever. Yeah, whatever, man. It's, it's cool, I guess. It's just like... But am I laughing hysterically at what I'm seeing? No, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not for me either. Yeah, so I don't know if Andy Kaufman was uh, an original yeah. one. Would maybe. you Would you get... Maybe an Andy Kaufman impersonator doing Elvis, marrying people. Very meta. Wow, I that's can see hipsters deep. doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see the hipsters yeah. getting on board. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Does um, Elvis pull up in a pink Cadillac? Yeah. Or is he in a smart car? <laughs> no. I I'm, This Elvis is like full... It's not Mini Cooper Elvis. No, no, it's full Elvis. Full pomp and circumstance. Yeah, because, I mean, this person doesn't... like When he travels to marry people he it's not like it's a cheap expense to travel places so he does charge quite a bit mm. so you really gotta want this yeah absolutely this a part of your he it's a good living yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i think so and uh it's a lot of because it varies from state to state too so it's not just uh you know las vegas laws that you'd have to worry about you'd have to worry about like Right, there um, are some very specific marriage laws. States. Yeah. So he's a, sm- he's a smart, well-read Elvis. Yeah. Does he perform at the end? Uh, You've got to get some songs in, right? Yeah. Like, if you're going to have Elvis there, if you're going to have someone dressed as Elvis at the wedding, uh-huh. you want them to be acting like Elvis, uh-huh. and you want to have them so- sing. Yeah. I mean, there's it's a, a wasted opportunity. There's otherwise. a live band at the reception, usually, mm-hmm. but there's, you know, comes on for cameo. Like, that's part of the contract. Gotcha. Okay. I like this idea. At mm-hmm. first, I wasn't on board with it. Yeah. But now that I know you're getting a real uh, real show, Yeah. real bang for your buck, I and like it. And I don't think it's all 50 states. I think it's just like so many, like a, a certain region of okay. states, like around Las Vegas. Yeah, you can't so expect Elvis to travel that far. Right, yeah. You know, you got to pay up. I mean, he'll pay, he'll come, but it's going to cost you. Yeah. Like, how bad do you want Elvis at your wedding? Yeah. You'd have Money to want talks. it bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So a bear waltzes into a police station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's <laughs> one, my favorite two, joke. Three. One, two, three. <laughs> 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 it's so a graceful have you heard bear. The one, have you heard the one about the bear waltzing into the police station? He <laughs> 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 was counting to himself. One, two, three. One, two, three. <laughs> Did someone say trees? The log is here. <laughs> I'll take off that bear. Hold on, let me get down on the ground gently and start rolling. <laughs> Lumberjacks. That, bear, that bear's going to make you in a barrel. Lumberjacks, push me at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look out, that bear's got honey. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and there's all these cubs going, ECW, ECW. <laughs> <laughs> Put him through the table. <laughs> Make him into a table. <laughs> Make him into a table. Devon. Make him into a table. <laughs> the Dudley boys go into the ring and they pull out saws. Wood wood glue. I don't know. Maybe Nails. a hammer. <laughs> Folks, we're going <laughs> to... Feel free to hit the concessions. 
My brother and I are going to make a table. <laughs> that really got to me. <laughs> In a way that I wasn't expecting. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh yeah. So a bear waltzed into a police station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh I really that really tapped me out. <laughs> 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 and I just snorted into the microphone. <laughs> Sorry about your earbuds. Bud. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> Boy. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to top that. So why don't we move on to... Uh, <laughs> you don't you don't want to know more about that bear? <laughs> <laughs> we should, we're just getting started. <laughs> we said two things. <laughs> I know, but they were very funny two things. <laughs> What? Why would a bear be? It must be a a wild like a rural police station. Like I don't think this was like downtown mm-hmm. uh, Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> you know, of all the f- major cities that popped to mind right away, <laughs> Columbus, Ohio, always on the top of everyone's list. Oh, downtown. <laughs> Visit Do lovely imagine- <laughs> downtown Columbus, Ohio, bear free. Um, I know that it takes place in Cleveland, but did you imagine this bear looking like Drew Carey? (laughs) (laughs) Cleveland rocks. (laughs) That was my bear impression. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good bear. I want to make you a table. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) Speaking of, uh, of, uh, Drew Carey getting tables and baristas wrestling, uh, did you know that Drew Carey? There was a lot of subjects. Was Drew Carey was in the Royal Rumble one year? No. Yeah, this must have been the late nineties, early two thousands, probably early two thousands. Drew Carey did some kind of um, wrestling was still like well yeah well it wasn't yeah it was on the decline yeah certainly from the peak of the 90s but um if i recall correctly drew carey was there because he was promoting a some kind of improv pay-per-view that maybe the wwe had some kind of hand in producing maybe because of their wow pay-per-view knowledge Mm -hmm. Uh, so i think as some kind of tie-in they had drew carey in the royal rumble that year and he kind of ducked around you know people didn't really do much but uh yeah it was really str- really surreal wow. i didn't know that no yeah <laughs> um yeah so i think this bear went in there um probably because it had a complaint to file <laughs> you know how bears are always filing complaints yeah <laughs> maybe 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 its cub was stuck in a tree oh there you go Needed the police to come maybe shoot their guns at it to scare it out of the tree? No. Well, I'm saying you would probably go to a fire station. No. St- you would go to a fire station to get them the ladder. They would bring a ladder to get the bear out of the tree. Yeah. Well, bears don't know that. Oh, that's true. 
bears aren't going to be there. They can't distinguish. Uh, they're going to go in. They're going to civil servants. They're going to waltz into the police station. They're going to be like one, two, three, one, one two, three, one, two, three. <laughs> and then the cop's going to be like, clearly this is a dancing bear. I'd better follow <laughs> it to the woods, wherever the LSD is. And it's going to be like bear. Why do you keep saying one, two, three over and over again? Yeah. LSD is a drug. <laughs> is that it? Yes, you're right. Uh huh. <laughs> dancing bears. Yeah. Grateful Dead. Yeah. Boom, you did it. Well, I, you made me question myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was my, <laughs> was still thinking about the the waltzing. One, two, three. One, two, three. <laughs> dancing bears in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Grabbed the police officer. I was like, hey, let's go to the woods. That's where the LSD is. Dancing bears, drugs, cops. Grateful Dead, cops. All the things. Hippies, yeah, all the things right there. It's very surprising. It was an adventure for this bear. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> so the bear uh, did it. Was it? Uh, it was an accident that it probably got its way into this place, right? Yeah, probably. I think I don't think a lot of people f- find their way in a police station. Yeah, it's not like a revolving uh, door, right? It's like a twisty knob, normal door. Uh. Yeah. Or one of those push bar doors, maybe? Yeah. That's probably what it was, right? I, I doubt it was like a combination lock or anything. It was, <laughs> it was probably... Uh, <laughs> Sarge, there's a bear with a stethoscope listening to a combination lock. <laughs> trying to break in. Should we do something about it? Or should we see how this plays out? Let's play it out. Let's, Let's play it out. out. Let's see how this goes. We've all got guns, right? We're good. Yeah, We're safe. It's fine. We're yeah, safe. yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a bear. What's he going to do? Waltz in here? <laughs> one, two, three. One, two, three. <laughs> Oh my God! Look at that bear style. <laughs> He's got a tuxedo on. <laughs> what is it? what is this? A tap solo? Is that a bear or is it Fred Astaire? Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? It's Fred a bear. It's Fred a bear. Fred a bear. Oh no! Oh oh no! You didn't. Uh uh. So ho 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 no. Ho, 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 no. Wait, what is it? Ho, ho, no. Ho, ho, no. That was the uh, the name of the NWA Christmas album. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Again, wasn't sure where you were going to yeah. go with that one. <laughs> All the, this week's a musical twist. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Ho, ho, no. Santa school graduates end up in a sleigh ride to... What was it again? Read the headline. Ho, ho, no. Santa school graduation party ends in sleigh ride to the slammer. Sleigh ride to the slammer. That's right. I wonder where this would be. Would this be like a, a Santa school? Would it be like in the North Pole? Or would it be somewhere in the continental United States? Somewhere in the States, Or yeah. would it be somewhere in other parts of the world? No, it's somewhere in the States. Or, mm-hmm. Now, where I grew up, of course, mm-hmm. Elbion, New York, mm-hmm. uh, was the home of a, very, of a very famous Santa school at one point in history. It's like the original Macy's one, right? Yeah, so the guy... Is that what it is? Yeah, so the guy who was the... Uh, the guy who was the Santa in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade for many years mm-hmm. and was sort of like Macy's main Santa. Mm-hmm. He would teach uh, other 
department store Santas how to be Santas at a Santa Claus school that was just down the road from my childhood home, mm-hmm. which explains a lot. I I'm feel pe- like you probably had the best childhood. There's jolliness in the air in that neighborhood. All the time. <laughs> so many Santas. But I think by the time uh, by the time I was uh, growing up, uh, the school had long been closed. But oh, okay. Um, and the town had kind of forgotten about it. But in recent years, there's been a push to kind of revitalize the memory of the school and they put up some um monuments to it and things like that and i think there's oh there's uh, a statue in front of city hall right yeah i think so yeah there's some kind of statue yeah so they're trying to kind of bring it back a little bit because it is kind of a neat uh, moment in time it's something to cling on to for yeah albion history absolutely that's Um, cool yeah and i I forgot about that yeah it was profiled a couple times or once in life magazine like if you google santa claus school albion you can see some of the black and white photos from life magazine from i've seen those before let's do that after the show i want to see some yeah it's pretty cool uh so there was this uh there was like this this industry around you know nowadays you kind of just assume a a mall santa is just somebody who you know agreed to a craigslist ad or something it's not there's not a lot of i think there's finesse to the job there's still schools like they they have to um apply Mm -hmm. and um, they pay for classes. There's also classes for Mrs. Claus. There's classes oh, for yeah. elves. It's like Phoenix University Online, but a more useful degree. Yeah. In Santaing. I their um I think their fitness classes are uh um just them giving good jelly jolly laugh. <laughs> uh, full belly, you know. Full belly. Hold on, you can feel the burn. Full bell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Maybe so they ring some sleigh bells. Yeah. Maybe they. They're like uh, they're like uh, kettle sleigh bells. Yeah. 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 So that it, like they do that rope thing, but <laughs> like they pretend it's like reindeer. You but it's just a strand of LED lights for a Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> um, they practice raising cookies to their mouth with one hand and milk in the other. Oh, that's good. That's good for the guns. Um, they uh put lots of pressure on their lap for the heavy kids. Oh, gotta l- learn to deal with the pain. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's very intensive. That is. That yeah. is a, that's quite an intensive program. Yeah. Yeah. F- uh, is it how many semesters is it you think? 4? Um one. N- no, I think it I think it's just like a one semester thing. It's yeah. not like super crazy or okay. anything. I wasn't sure if it was like a semester or if it was just like one of those like all day classes that you go to to like uh knock some money off your car insurance. Yeah, no. DM through the DMV. No. It's no. like it's like a it's like a, a, well, I wouldn't say it's a semester, but it's at least like a month long okay. program. Where people go, they pay money. It's like a couple hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. They take the classes and learn how to be a Santa. Like people take it very seriously. Well, I'm glad they do because it seems like an important job. You don't want to you don't want to f it up because it's going to ruin some kids' lives. You can make a, a okay money for the season. You know, like yeah. like say for the month of December, um, Santas could make up to two thousand dollars. Really? Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's enough for that's like iPod, i ear pods for everybody. I know, like they could really make some Christmas wishes come true. Not that Santa doesn't; he does a great he job. He does it. He does it, and it's not about money, but but he has his friends in the mall that help him get it done, and other places, <laughs> right? Indeed. So these folks, though, these recent graduates. Went on a sleigh ride to the Slammer. Yeah, they were so excited about. Uh, Getting through classes successfully that they got in a little brawl. 
Oh no. Yeah. Was it was it in a literal sleigh? No, I think that's probably just a play on words because they're okay. Santas. Gotcha. I wasn't sure if they had like reindeer and sleigh that they had gone to uh, like a dog sled situation. No, honey, they slayed. <laughs> <laughs> slay that table. <laughs> they slay right to the slammer. <laughs> yes. I'm glad you don't really talk like that. I couldn't deal with it. Yeah, I couldn't deal with myself. Yeah. No, thank you. Don't slay anything, please. All right. A quick Bobcat impression to cleanse the room from this. <laughs> oh, I'm really, really sorry. Um, oh, I can't even. I, I can't even. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, it's like Kermit having a nervous breakdown. That's, that's, what that's basically what mine is. sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm someday I'll find the rainbow <laughs> Oh, where there's so many songs about rainbows. What's on the other side? Yours is so good. I can't. Ho, ho, no. Oh no! Santa school graduation oh, party man. ends in sleigh ride to the slammer. I hope they weren't all wearing Santa outfits. Yes, they were. That's, they were. Uh, I think that's why the art, the pictures were. Gotcha. I hope the kids didn't see it. Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. That's good. Yeah, I, I don't think it was mentioned. Did we? Did we talk? We talked about this recently about how the I, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus song. How we didn't realize. Until recently. Did we talk about... I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. I don't think we did. But recently we were talking about how that song, classic song, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Like, I always thought that Mommy was cheating on her husband with Santa Claus. But it was... Santa is dad. I never made that connection. Oh. I never made that connection ever <laughs> until recently. Until I brought it up. Yeah. So but it I, wasn't just you. It was our friend, too, who was well, also an adult. Well, somebody at work I also brought this up to. And uh, they were like, I didn't know that either. I never understood what the song was Seriously? about. Yeah. So it's not so uncommon. <laughs> Why do you guys think that mom's a hoe? Well, the song doesn't directly say what's happening. <laughs> I mean, it does, but it's... <laughs> like part of the lyrics is like I saw mommy tickle Santa Claus Yeah Underneath his snowy beard so what Okay we're talking about Santa Claus We're not talking about dad Yeah but maybe dad likes that too Well it could be I don't know But to me it sounded like It sounded like there was some Home wrecking going on there you know what? Courtesy of Santa, who just slips in the house through the chimney, but like how and steals mom away from dad. What do you, what do you what do you think that kid went through? You know, like that's a that's a real crisis. I know that's that's uh, that's a lot of therapy that's that had to yeah that kid had to life. figure out like okay like do I do I address this in this moment? Right. Do like is Santa a real creep? Right. Is, when I get older, am I only going to be able to get aroused with Santa Claus in the room? I doubt that was a question. Um, I'm sure in the moment it was probably. <laughs> You're not really thinking about your future 
erections. Uh, sex kinks. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know how you're always thinking you about You know your, what this <laughs> weird childhood trauma that I went through? Um, how is that going to affect my uh, sexual drive later? Like, what am I going to be into? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess I'll probably, worry about that some other day. Probably dressing up like Santa. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to need a beard. that's so weird that is very strange but yeah so poor dad oh i know there's no no sympathy for the guy (laughs) that's so funny i never i and i never realized that people you took it any other way other than a kid not realizing that his dad was santa i thought i always thought it was just a sad song about a kid trying to come to terms with his parents broken marriage because of santa (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's so weird I, <laughs> you come from a beautiful family i, I know <laughs> these are the thoughts i had <laughs> clearly there's tragedy out there <laughs> not in this home thankfully but boy these songs sure do paint a bleak picture <laughs> i thought christmas was cheery jeez no. It just reminds me of the time dad moved out. (laughs) (laughs) After he found a a weird beard just lying around. (laughs) He was like, Louise, what is this? And she's like, don't worry about it, Frank. It's his, isn't it? Chris. It's Chris Kringles, isn't it? (laughs) It's Chris's, isn't it? Why'd you call Chris? (laughs) you leave cringly out of it cringly speaking of cringly i keep looking over those potato chips and i really want to eat them (laughs) uh we have a box of potato chips in here don't podcast with chips nearby (laughs) bad audio that's a perfect podcast food (laughs) yeah so these kids uh uh, these kids (laughs) these santas (laughs) they got arrested because they got in a fight what do you think they got in a fight about Wow, I don't know. What just because they were drinking? I think it's probably just an alcohol-fueled fight, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe uh, uh, a little too much nog. A little too much nog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, little t- I was going to say something about a corncob pipe, but then I realized that's Frosty, not Santa. Yeah. But Santa sometimes is depicted with a pipe, isn't he? Or no? Maybe I'm just thinking of that man that climbed down the chimney and stole mom <laughs> <laughs> you might be mm-hmm. that's the old uh storybook as it goes yeah. what uh, do you think they were fighting about Any um, theories? i i think that maybe they were uh i don't know maybe just over a dart game or something you know how santa's love darts yeah, they, I mean, they, maybe they were playing darts or pool or something. Like they mm. were out at a bar. Yeah, it's not like the, it's not like they were partying in private and. Right. No, they were they were all out at the bar having a good time, and next thing you know, one Santa's smashing a bottle over another Santa. <laughs> they take sides. It's all divided. Pool sticks are broken over knees. Yeah. Tables are set up for Santas to be put through. Reindeer are fleeing. <laughs> <laughs> the elves are like, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Reindeer are just holding up their phones, recording it. And they want to get a good picture. Holding the phone the right way, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Landscape. As our friend Cody put it, hamburger, not hot not dog. Hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'd you're never gonna, heard before. You're going to want this footage on the news and you don't want the graphics department to have to mess around with borders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So that's what I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kevin. Sleigh ride to the slammer. Sleigh ride to the slammer. So, Tiffany, you're, you're about to tell me that only one of these articles is the real article. Yeah. They all seem uh, perplexingly bizarre. Then I've done a great job. If I do say so myself. Um, meep, meep, meep. Can we go with the ho-ho-no story as the real story? <laughs> nope. Uh, no, that is that is a fake headline. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the bear is the real story. <laughs> yes. Ah. Uh, a bear did waltz into a police facility. Whereabouts was this? Uh, this was in, I believe, California. Oh, oh, interesting. Okay. So this article is from USA Today. <laughs> wasn't there, uh, real quick, wasn't there an article about uh, we went over once where there was a bear in a hot tub in California. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it was the same that bear. That was me. The bear was like, I got so used to that lavish lifestyle that I <laughs> thought I would go. I wanted to go to the bank, but I walked to the wrong door. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll have to look it up. Uh, this was in Lake Tahoe. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So this is from USA Today. A bear waltzed right into a California police facility after peering through the building's windows on <laughs> its hind legs. Oh, God. After nosing around the California Highway Patrol office near Lake Tahoe, <laughs> the animal exited with two armed officers in hot pursuit. Oh, God. It was the chi- the California Highway Patrol. That's chips. That's the motorcycle <laughs> cops. <laughs> um, that's according to a surveillance video published Saturday... Um, this is from a couple weeks ago. Uh, that's according to surveillance video published from the patrol's commercial vehicle enforcement facility in a mountain called, called Truckee. We had an unexpected visitor, the patrol said on Facebook. <laughs> in the video, the bear stands on two legs in the open doorway before lowering to walk inside. So I didn't quite do one, two, three, one, two, three, but whatever. All right. Uh, Still pretty good for a bear. <laughs> uh, noticing two... Uh, uh, in the video, the bear stands on two legs in the open doorway before lowering to walk inside, noticing two vending machines before moving on. A reflection in the window's glass shows the bear wandering around before returning to the exit through the same door. Two officers chase behind him, one with a handgun hand drawn to his side. Uh, CHP officers, which I assume is what Chip... Um, uh, don't scare easily, the patrol said in the video's comments. Things could have been grislier, officers reported. No damage to the facility during the bear's indoor excursion, nor any stolen picnic baskets. <laughs> in the video, a bear appears to examine bins in the facility's largely empty parking lot. Our bear friend made a return visit, the patrol said on Facebook. The town of Truckee's Bear Awareness Guide for Residents warns that bears change their behavior in areas where human food in dumpsters or elsewhere is available. In these cases, bears are no longer cautious and feel for, fearful around people, and this may result in property damage and even threaten human safety, the town says. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's it. It happened. <laughs> Here's a video. Is it playing It Takes Two? What is happening right now? <laughs> an that's ad's, what it waltzed an, into? An ad's... <laughs> 
<laughs> the bear walked into the police station and goes, I want to rock right now. I'm a bear and I want to get down. <laughs> oh, there it is. There's a bear. Look at how look at the bear. It's it's a door with like the push handle. Yeah. It was it, it looks like a man in a bear suit. I know. This made me laugh. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a big bear. Yeah. Oh, goes by the vending machines. Nothing to see here. Cheek in the glass. This is like pop-up video. There's like little graphics happening. <laughs> is the video still playing? Okay. I don't know. I don't think it's very long. Oh, okay. I see what happened. It, it kind of comes through this room and then goes back around, loops uh -huh. around. All while Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. It takes two plays. I don't know why that happened. And then you know what that bear said when it left? It said, one, two, three, get loose now. And then it left. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh man. On that note. Well, we did it. Uh I laughed a lot. Yeah. I me learned too. a lot. Yeah. I had a good time. Yeah. And that's what this is all about. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thanks for, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Um, and uh, if you really enjoy listening to us, do us a solid and uh, go on to uh, any of your podcast providers, uh, such as Apple, and uh, give us a good review. Uh, yep. Gets the word out there about us. And uh, we, we, uh, we love the good feedback. Yeah, and uh, check us out on uh, Twitter at FakeHeadPod and Instagram and Facebook at Fake Headlines Podcast. And uh, you yeah. can always email us at FakeHeadlinesPodcast at gmail.com. And you can check us out over at FakeHeadlinesPodcast.com where you can see an archive there also and listen to all of our shows uh, as well. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks, everyone. And we'll see you next week. Bye.